Hello, and welcome to One Real Good Thing, where we dive into one thing you can do today to propel your life in a healthy direction. I'm Ellie Krieger, and in this episode, I'm talking about the single most important thing people can do to eat better, double down on vegetables. Whether you're a vegetable beginner or you already love them, I have you covered with ideas and inspirations to take it to the next level. Listen. Hello and happy new year. It is great to be here with you. Hope you had a wonderful holiday. And it is that time of year again, where we just naturally take stock and focus on all the ways to improve our lives. And really this podcast is the place to be because this is what I am built for. (laughs) This is what this platform is built for. One real good thing. And I have an amazing lineup of guests this season, but I'm going to kick off the season as I usually do coming to you directly. And for this episode, I want to focus on one thing you can do that can really have mind blowing. And I'm really not exaggerating when I say mind blowing benefits. It sounds basic, but I'm going to really dive in and give you some incredible solutions that are not basic, (laughs) but The thing you can do is to eat more vegetables and it is such a safe bet. And the payoff is so huge in doing that, that I actually am calling this double down on vegetables. So I really encourage you to do that. And I'm going to explain exactly why, but what's kind of mind blowing to me is that 90%, of Americans do not get the recommended two to three cups a day for women three to four cups a day for men of vegetables. 90% of us do not get them. Now I'm guessing that many of you listening, you're, you're kind of health conscious. You're tuning in here because you want to, you're on that track in your life of, of eating well. And so I'll bet many of the listeners here today are part of the 10%, right? (laughs) The 10% that do get enough, or maybe you're not, maybe you're just kind of vegetable curious and you need to kind of move on from baby carrots um, and and explore some other areas. But even if you are getting a, a lot of vegetables or you feel like you're getting plenty of vegetables in your life, there are ways that you can do even better. And so that's why I'm also saying double down on them. But really odds are that many of you listeners do not get enough. So again, 90% of Americans fall short of the recommended vegetable intake and the recommended vegetable intake as like the minimum is two to three cups a day for women and three to four cups a day for men. And the crazy thing about that statistic is that 62% of the vegetables that we do eat as an American population comes from the same five sources. And three of those five are potato, white potato based. And one of them, one of the most common, I know you're going to be shocked to know (laughs) is French fries. Well, of course, French fries are actually one of my favorite foods. So I I probably consume my share, Um, but it is definitely not one of the most common ones I eat. Um, And so it's fine to have them. You know, I'm all about keeping all the options open and there's no such thing as never. But the point is, is that we really need to do better as you know, as a nation, but probably individually, how can we do better with vegetables? And that's what I'm talking about today. But like, let's back up for a second and I'm gonna give you specifics, but I wanna talk a little bit more about the why. 
the why is sort of crazy because no matter what your bigger goal is for the new year, maybe you have made resolutions, maybe you have certain goals, no matter what they are, it's like vegetables are the answer. It's, it's kind of crazy. And whenever I kind of start to list all the things that vegetables have shown proven benefits to do, I almost feel like I'm, I'm hosting an infomercial or something because it almost sounds too good to be true. So it's boosting your gut health. Vegetables help you manage blood sugar. They reduce inflammation in the body, which is thought to be at the root cause of just about every chronic disease. Um, so they help improve your immune system. They help keep your blood sugar in check. They help improve brain health, help improve heart health, support a healthy weight. And it's just insane how much they do. So why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you do this thing? Um, especially since they taste so great. They can. And I think one of the reasons people don't eat vegetables is they don't think they taste great. And very often they don't, depending on how much love you give them in the kitchen. And so I want to address that for sure, because taste is the number one reason people choose a food. So if you think you don't like vegetables, I'm going to give you solutions and ways that could kind of open your mind to maybe getting if you only eat maybe one vegetable a day, doubling down for you is meaning having one more a day. Um, and that's an accomplishment right there. So literally this is small steps. And if you do have a lot of vegetables, it's about increasing variety. Um, so that's what vegetables do. I mean, that's just the beginning of the list. That's like the tip of the iceberg, but literally name a condition, name a thing you want to improve and vegetables are probably helping. So why are they helping? They are brimming with health protective compounds. So all kinds of of plant compounds, including antioxidants, polyphenols, all kinds of compounds that help prevent disease, that squash free radicals in the body, that reduce inflammation. Also, they have tons of essential vitamins and minerals. They are loaded with fiber, and there we go with the gut health, um, different types of fiber that support different healthy gut bacteria. And also, um, they, uh, they have water, you know, a lot of water generally, high water content. And so there's a low caloric content. So when you eat vegetables and you fill your plate mostly with vegetables, then you actually are eating fewer calories, but you're getting, you know, you're chewing, you're getting a lot of nutrition for very few calories. So what's interesting also, I, I really want to mention here is that it's this package deal that scientists have isolated many of these compounds, many of these antioxidants, and we know what they are and how to name, we don't know all of them. We're kind of just, we've scratched the surface of what these things can do. And we're learning more every day, but getting them in pill form does not do the same thing. Uh, it really doesn't have the same benefit at all. And that it's really this package deal. It's the vegetable itself with the fiber, with the water, um, with the, the whole package that it's in with the balance of nutrients that's already in it, that works. So it's eating the vegetable is what works. And I actually love this quote, um, Dr. David Katz, who I interviewed in one of the first, one of the first few episodes of this podcast, Dr. David Katz, he's a specialist in preventative and lifestyle medicine. And I love this quote by him. He says, the active ingredient in broccoli is broccoli. 
So keep that in mind. No pill, no powder is really going to do it. It needs to be the thing. And one of the reasons why that works also, besides it's this package deal, like I said, of fiber and nutrients and so on, but it's also the displacement factor. And I think this can't be sort of um, overstated, this, how, how helpful this displacement factor can be. So for example, if you're getting pizza or you're making pizza or whatever, if you get peppers and mushrooms on your pizza, which I highly recommend you do, <laughs> um, instead of pepperoni, then, or even if you get sausage, peppers, and pepperoni, <laughs> you're eating, you're not only getting the nutrients from the vegetables themselves, but you're eating less of the processed meat or maybe none. So it's a displacing things that you probably want to get less of. So that's one example. Um, but like if instead of getting the tortilla chips on the side with your sandwich, if they, a lot of times you're asked, do you want chips or a salad? If you're in vegetable mode and you get the salad, then you're also not getting the corn chips or whatever. Um, I personally am a big fan of, oh, can I have a little bit of both? <laughs> but um, so I don't, I never feel like I'm missing out. But even if you approach it that way, that's a win. So I want you to keep that in mind because it's that displacement factor that really does make a difference. How do we do this? How do we double down? So no matter if you're a vegetable beginner and you're just really wanting to branch out, it doesn't have to be difficult. It doesn't have to like take over your life to eat more vegetables. Um, and it can really enhance your life in so many beautiful, tasty ways. So first of all, you can just simply add a vegetable to what you already eat, add one to what you're already doing. So you're making a sandwich, you're making a tuna sandwich, you know, your basic sort of lunch, a turkey sandwich, whatever it is. Maybe you're gonna put lettuce on it typically, maybe lettuce and tomato. Let's up the ante on that, double down on that. You know what's delicious also on a sandwich? Sliced radishes, grated carrot, grated beets, actually raw grated beets are delicious. Um, a few sprigs of mint. So I count herbs as sort of in the vegetable kingdom, right? Um, you could uh, add some, um, gosh, some arugula to make it a darker green leafy. So just adding an extra vegetable on there, on your sandwich, stuffing it, maybe some, did I say sliced cucumbers already? I think I may have, but you get the picture here. So adding one other layer to your sandwich, it takes almost no more effort. Actually, another one I'm thinking of right now is, um, is microgreens. I love buying those little boxes of microgreens or sprouts and putting them on my sandwich too, because it really adds that great texture that contrasts and complements the lettuce and tomato too. Um, anyway, so simply adding more to your sandwich. And one thing you can do also, if you're going to take that further in that direction is you can, if you use like a pita pocket, then you can kind of stuff it even more with vegetables. Spinach is really nice too. So take what you're already doing and think, how can I add one more? Literally just think that, how can I add a vegetable? How can I add one more? Same thing with say scrambled eggs. You're making some scrambled eggs in the morning, throw some chopped tomatoes in there, throw a handful of parsley in there. How can I add a vegetable? So literally just get into asking yourself that question and it starts to open up your mind. I mean, even if let's say you're making some instant ramen soup um, or any kind of soup, let's say you're making a homemade chicken soup, maybe you can throw some baby spinach leaves in there. Or another one is I, you know, 
I love making pasta dishes. I often, if I'm on like a busy, crazy weeknight, I heat up some pasta sauce, some tomato sauce. I make some spaghetti or something, and maybe I'll put a can of beans in there for protein or some shrimp or something. And then I'm going to think, where's my green vegetable? Where's another vegetable? And putting in a handful of arugula, putting in a handful of baby spinach, it's a no-brainer. And you can do like frozen spinach too in there and in so many dishes, um, in omelets, in eggs too. Frozen spinach is a great one. And while I'm on the topic of frozen, you should know that frozen is not really a compromise nutritionally at all, that cooked vegetables fresh vegetables are comparable to frozen vegetables in nutrition. So you don't have to feel bad about it. And it's one of those things that it helps you keep vegetables on hand all the time. Because one of the things I think preventing people from eating vegetables is that they don't buy them because when they buy them, they'd go bad. <laughs> so take every shortcut that you can to make sure that they're not going to go bad. Like don't let perfect get in the way of better. I mean, and that could be like a big theme for this entire, I could do a whole podcast on that. Don't let perfect get in the way of better. When it comes to vegetables, yes, it's ideal to go to your local farmer's market and get vegetables with the dirt still clinging on them in their most just picked state. But sometimes it's just not going to happen <laughs> that way. It's perfectly fine to get butternut squash that's already cut up. It's perfectly fine to get already quote unquote butchered vegetables. Vegetables have been pre-washed or prepped or cut or diced or riced or whatever. If it's going to make it easier, if it's going to help you get those vegetables into your life. And there's no reason not to have frozen vegetables in your freezer. I always have peas, spinach, broccoli. Sometimes I'll have like a stir fry mix in there and just get them without added sauce. Um, because sometimes those sauces can be, you know, really unhealthfully seasoned and it kind of limits your possibilities. And then also don't forget about cans, certain canned vegetables. For me, tomatoes are a no brainer. I have like three or four different varieties of canned tomatoes, tomato paste, diced tomatoes, crushed tomatoes. I usually buy no salt added canned tomatoes, um, but absolutely. So don't so they all count. They all count toward vegetables and it's all making it possible for you to make this happen. And the benefits, as I mentioned, are huge. So why wouldn't you? Okay. So, and then the pre-washed thing is great. Um, although I've been personally sort of avoiding buying vegetables as much as possible that are already in like plastic boxes. <laughs> so the amount of plastic is starting to get to me. Um, so if I have time, I try to buy them already, you know, and wash them myself and not use the plastic. But again, no guilt. Let's like just make this happen with the vegetables. And then if you're wanting to branch out, let's say you already do this stuff and you're like, okay, been there, done that. How about trying something more adventurous? So instead of arugula and spinach, how about putting some escarole in your soup. Yum. It's so delicious. I love the whole chicory family and it's often very underappreciated. So even using escarole as a salad green is fabulous and can just shake things up. Um, and also dandelion greens, for example, that's another great choice that you can mix it with, with your other 
more mild flavored greens if you want, but they have that incredible deep pepperiness. They're delicious sauteed with garlic and a splash of vinegar. So branching, branching out is also hugely beneficial. So if you're already eating a lot of vegetables, take it to the next level, double down with some variety because we do tend to eat those same five vegetables all the time. I know you have it on like, on like repeat on your shopping list. I know what that's like. And so one way to get more vegetables that I've done before is, you know, sign up for a CSA and then you get a box of vegetables and you have no idea what's coming. And it really pushes you. I think if you're really adventurous and you want to do something different, I think that's a great way to launch into the new year in terms of getting a wider variety of vegetables. And why does variety matter anyway? It really does matter because different vegetables have different sets of nutrient profiles. Um, particularly, you can kind of do this by color because different colors of produce have different antioxidants impart different colors to food. So the presence of beta carotene is actually yellow and orange. The presence of lycopene is actually red in tomatoes. So by eating the spectrum of different vegetables, then you're getting a spectrum of nutrients. And also there's research, emerging research on gut health and variety, that when you eat a variety of vegetables and a variety of different fermented foods as well, that you wind up getting a wider variety of healthy gut bacteria. And we're all sort of beginning to understand this, but from what we can tell, uh, more diverse gut bacteria is better. So getting more variety is probably going to help you if you're already eating vegetables or not. Um, so definitely something to keep in mind. Okay. So another way to get more vegetables is I love, I'm just throwing out ideas here. Um, I love to use vegetables as wrappers. So um, I make, you know, make taco meat, you know, make your taco night but, and then I'll serve tortillas with that, but also lettuce cups. So now I, I can make one or two tacos with the tortillas and then one or two tacos with the lettuce cups. And then you're getting more vegetables that way. Um, also, there are many Asian, amazing Asian dishes that, you, that traditionally use lettuce cups as, uh, as the delivery system for the filling. So take advantage of that. So having baby, baby gem lettuce makes a great cup. Um, you can even just like you're making chicken salad or something. Think about eat, serving it in a little lettuce cup. It's just really lovely. And it looks so pretty. <laughs> um, also, I love to use collard greens and kale as wraps, like almost burrito style wraps. And um, I have a recipe on my website. I have so many recipes on my website. Uh, that are very vegetable focused. And it's funny because I'm a dietitian nutritionist, you know, and a culinary uh, dietitian, but I often refer to myself jokingly, half jokingly as a vegetable marketer. And so much of what I do is actually creating recipes and creating dishes that may be traditional flavors, but kind of amp up the vegetable quotient. It, it's such a cornerstone of my work because vegetables are so important and because we don't get enough of them. And because they're so often not 
shining the way they should. And I'll get into that in a minute about making them the star because all of that is going to help with the flavor aspect. Um, anyhow, check out my website um, for lots of these recipes. And I do have a recipe on there for, um, for a wrap with uh, I think it's like a Jamaican beef kind of spiced meat with, uh, and it's served in a collard green wrap. So you, I like to blanch the collard greens to give them a little tenderness. And then they're so good. You could put any sandwich filling in there. Um, and it's a fun way to increase your vegetable intake. And you can do this with kale, kale too, as I said, and many people serve that raw, like they don't even blanch it, but I find blanching makes a big difference. And actually when it comes to taste, I think blanching is like a secret weapon. So if I'm just serving like a dip, I remember one um, holiday, one Christmas, I was home in Michigan, home to my husband's family in Michigan. And I served like a dip with blant with whole vegetables all around and just like fun ones like endive leaves, which by the way, make another great scoop and kind of serving utensil essentially um, for salads and, and dips. Um, I love endive leaves. So, uh, and, and there's fun, like a uh, different colored endive that you can get. It's just fun to explore that. Um, but anyway, I blanch the broccoli. So what that means is basically just cooking it in boiling water for like two minutes and then putting it in ice to stop the cooking. And it just takes that raw waxiness off of it. And it's funny because my um, brother-in-law was like, what did you do to these vegetables? Like it's sort of magical how it transforms the taste. I am always a little bit disappointed when I'm served a vegetable platter and the broccoli, cauliflower, or green beans aren't blanched because they taste so much better when they're blanched. So if you're kind of not into veggie platters, maybe try blanching your vegetables and, um, and see how they transform and what a big difference it makes. Okay. So um, the other thing is really to shift the way you think about vegetables, because very often we don't like them because they're, they don't get any culinary love. They don't, they're just sort of like, okay, the protein gets all of the attention in terms of flavor development. And then the vegetable is sort of like, okay, we'll serve that with some steamed, whatever, maybe with some butter on it, which actually personally I love <laughs> just a little butter and salt on just about any vegetable is a win. Um, so it doesn't have to be fancy, but taking a step in the other direction and give, making vegetables the thing that you pay the most attention to. And then maybe the protein is just like, oh, we'll just quickly roast some chicken or chicken breast or grill some chicken breast and maybe with a little lemon, making that more of the side. So for example, um, I don't know, I make this, this pesto sauce with broccoli. It's a, I have these flatbread pizzas with broccoli pesto. And so the vegetable becomes like the real highlight of this dish. And I know that even people who say they don't like broccoli have told me they love these pizzas. So you're transforming the flavor with, um, by, by really spinning it into something wonderful. Um, another idea in this realm is this sweet potato vegetable bake. Now I have all these recipes on my website. So in case you're, in case you're sparked by them, um, but making this amazing vegetable bake, it's, you know, you grate the vegetables and you toss them with some egg and a little bit of flour and you bake it. And then it can be actually a vegetarian entree on its own, maybe with some salad or something or a soup. 
or you can serve it with some chicken or fish on the side. But the real star of the show is the vegetable. It's the thing you dig into first because your eye goes straight there and you're like, ooh, what is this? This is exciting. So if you make vegetables the star, that is one other way of kind of doubling down on vegetables. So here's my plea to you. To double down on vegetables, it is a huge win all the way around for any health benefit that you can possibly think of. And there's so many amazing culinary possibilities. So I hope I have inspired you a little bit to do so. I hope you'll check out the recipes on my website and you can just literally pick one or two things to do, one or two new things to do that are gonna, that's gonna propel you in this direction to get more vegetables into your life. Thanks so much for being here and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. I hope you're inspired to double down on vegetables in your life. It is certainly one real good thing to do.